In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I want to wish you all a blessed New Year, Holy New Year, a healthy New Year. Oh yes, a healthy, holy, blessed New Year. I'm reading from 1 John chapter 2. It's John the Beloved that writes this. He says, My little children, he's writing to his community, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. We remember John the Baptist saying, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. It is by the cross of Jesus Christ that we are forgiven. It is by the blood of Jesus Christ that we are forgiven. And we still don't know that 2,020 years after his birth. People have no idea. You ask them, do you think you're going to heaven? And they'll tell you, well, I'm a good person. That's not the question. Do you think you're going to heaven? Heaven is gained through the blood of Jesus. We need to preach it. We need to tell people. We need to let people know that they're loved. But it's through the blood of Jesus. It's through the cross of Jesus. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. St. Paul said, Far be it from me to preach anything but Jesus Christ and him crucified. I tell you, we need preachers who will preach the crucified, risen Lord, because people do not know. And when I talk about know, I'm talking about experiential knowledge. People do not know. They have never heard. And it's up to us as preachers to let them know so that they can hear and they can believe and they can surrender their lives to Jesus. Oh, yes. Our forgiveness is in Jesus Christ, the righteous, and he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. He is the one who makes us at one with the Father, atone. And not only for our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Behold the Lamb of God, Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Oh yes, it's not only that he's forgiven you, not only that he's forgiven me, but he's forgiven the whole world by the power of his cross. Jesus said, it is better for me, or better for you that I go away. And he meant the cross, because if I will not go away, I will not send the Holy Spirit. But before the Holy Spirit was sent, he had to die and rise from the dead. Oh, how we need the unction of the Holy Spirit. How we need the power of the Holy Spirit. How we need that the Spirit would make our lives alive. 
There are so many people that call themselves Christians, and they're not alive. They're not alive. They don't share their faith. They say faith is a personal thing. I'm sorry, it's not personal. It's communal, how we need to profess our faith in the community and out of the community. Oh, yes, that's what we need to do. But that's not what's being done by most people. Let me continue. Verse 3. Now, by this we may be sure that we know him. Be sure that you know him. Experiential knowledge. By this we make sure that you know him. If we obey his commandments, whoever says, I have come to know him, but does not obey the commandments, is a liar. Oh, yes, the Ten Commandments. We are to obey them. We are to obey them. Oh, yes. But you know what? People think the Ten Commandments are the Ten Suggestions. Oh, yes, I like this one or this one. I don't like that one. No, they are not suggestions. They are commandments. God gave them to us through Moses. The law came through Moses, but faith and truth and love come through Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, it's very important that we keep the commandments. And in such a person that does not keep the commandments, the truth does not exist. The truth, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That Jesus does not exist in the heart of someone who does not keep the commandments. Always remembering that if we sin, we have an advocate with God, Jesus the righteous, who died for us. But whoever obeys his word, truly in this person, the love of God has reached perfection. By this, we may be sure that we are in him. Whoever says, I abide in him, are to walk just as he walked. Oh, yes, are to live just as he lived. Now, we're going to sin because we're not perfect. We are to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, that we become more and more like Jesus, that we gaze upon Jesus. That's so important, that we become more and more like Jesus, that when people see you, they say there's something different about that person. There's a light in their eyes. There is something different about you. And then you can tell them the difference. You can tell them the difference about Jesus Christ. You can tell them the difference about how he saved your life. Oh, yes. It's all about sharing with the Word, sharing the Word of God to people. And not many people do it. They say, well, we listen to Father Tom on radio. But what's going to happen with your neighbors? What's going to happen with the people that are in stores that don't know Jesus? to think that they're all going to heaven because they're good people. It's not only about heaven, it's about the peace on earth, that the angels cried out, peace on earth, that Jesus gives us through his cross, death, and resurrection. If we abide in him, 
We ought to walk just as he walked. In John 15, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you can ask whatever you will and it will be done for you. Oh yes, abiding in the vine. Abiding in the vine. The same life that flows through the vine flows through you, the branch. Oh yes, it's the Holy Spirit. That's another thing that people don't talk about. We don't talk about the Holy Spirit enough. Why? I'm going to tell you why I think. Because people are afraid of the Holy Spirit. Why are they afraid? He's the Spirit of peace. He'll lead you to the cross and to the resurrection. He'll do wonders, miracles, powerful things through you. Why? Because of the blood because of the cross. He'll do these things to you and for you. How we need an outbreak of miracles in 2022. How we need an outbreak of the proclamation of the cross and resurrection in 2022. How we need it. Beloved. That's the love that word, beloved. 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 I am writing you no new commandment, but an old commandment that you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word that you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new commandment that is true in Christ Jesus and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. I tell you, it's time that the light of Christ light you up like a Christmas tree. It's time that you surrender with the Lord Jesus Christ, that he lights you up like a Christmas tree, that people will know by just your eyes that you belong to someone else. People would know that. And when I say no, I'm talking about experiential knowledge. I remember going someplace and I wanted to have faith like this young man. And I got it because I wanted. He made me jealous. He had something I didn't have. I tell you, jealousy is good when a person says, I want what you have. How important it is that we say, well, I have it and you can have it too. You can have it too. How many times have I told people that if they gave their life to Jesus, they can have that knowledge, experiential knowledge too? Oh, yes. How many times have I said that? And yet, what's happening? Whoever says, I am in the light, while hating his brother or sister, is in the darkness. I'm talking to Catholics now. If you hate Protestants, you're in the darkness. You're in the darkness. If you hate Protestants and Orthodox, you're in the darkness. Yes. I'm talking to the Protestants now. If you hate Catholics, you're in the darkness. There is no time for us to hate each other. We are in a war, and our battle is against 
powers and principalities in the heavenlies, our battles with the devil himself. I remember going to an Orthodox wedding. I was the Catholic witness uh, for a young woman who was going to get married, and I was answering the prayers, and the priest told me, do not answer. How sad. How sad. There was hate in his heart that I couldn't answer the prayers. How sad. How sad that is. Whoever loves a brother or sister lives in the light. If you love people, you live in the light. I tell you, I preach the gospel not only because God has given me that gift, but I preach the gospel because I love people. I love people. I want to get to as many people as I can. Oh, yes, I've been asking the Lord for more. I need more of your Holy Spirit. And you know, Lord, if you give me more of your Holy Spirit, you know what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to share it with people. You know that. And I want it. And I'll pay the price for it. And I'm going to tell you, the price I've paid is that in this diocese, not by the people, but in the diocese, I have been ignored. When I was in Winthrop, I used to pray, keep me safe up here. Keep me safe. Don't let anyone bother us. We're doing the will of God. But you know what? I don't hate them either. They just don't understand. They don't understand the power of God. I want to understand it more. I want to experience it more. I tell people that there's more for them. Oh, yes. You say, well, I've given my life to Jesus. There's more for you. There's more for you. How often do you step out and share your witness? How often do you step out and share your witness? I heard of a couple of people, the Christians, they were in the uh, stop and shop, let's say, and they said hi to each other. And one decided, we didn't pray together. We need to pray together in the stop and shop. And so she came back and prayed with the person, and the person prayed with her. Oh, yes, in the stop and shop. I'll never forget, at the New Deal, there was a lady that I was told that needed help for her eyes. And I was at the counter, and I just prayed that her eyes would be healed and that she would be able to see. And guess what? She got the healing at the counter. At the counter. Oh, yes. That was before I paid my bill. At the counter. Whoever loves a brother or sister lives in the light. And in such a person, there is no cause for sin. But whoever hates another believer is in the darkness and walks in darkness and does not know the way to go. I tell you, we need to forgive people. I know we've been hurt by people. I know people have been sexually hurt by people. I tell you, you do not want to carry them to the grave. You need to forgive them. And you say, but they're not worthy to be forgiven. I'm telling you, 
you'll carry them to the grave if you don't forgive them. You say to the Lord, in Jesus' name, I forgive my uncle or whoever it was. I forgive my uncle. Or maybe you had an abortion because you were forced by your parents. In Jesus' name, I forgive my parents. Let them know your love. Let them know your love. Because the darkness has brought on blindness. Listen to this. I am writing to you little children, the little children in his community, the community of the beloved disciple, because your sins are forgiven on account of his name, on account of the cross, on account of the blood. Our little children don't know that. Not very many little children know that their sins have been forgiven, not only in baptism, but in life because of the cross. We need an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. We need an encounter with him so that we will know that we will know that our sins are forgiven. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I tell you, most fathers don't know Jesus who is from the beginning. We need to preach it. We need to love it. We need to show them. We need to do miracles by the grace of the living God. Most fathers have no idea about Jesus. They go to work. They provide for their family. How wonderful. But they have no idea about Jesus. John's community said, I'm writing to you fathers because you know him experientially who is from the beginning. That's Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Oh, yes. I am writing to you, young people, because you have conquered the evil one. That's the community. I'm writing to you, young people in the community, that you have conquered the evil one. Our young people, most of them, have not conquered the evil one. They're into their computer, and they're looking at things, many of them, that they shouldn't be looking at. Oh, yes, how, how awful. This world needs the proclamation of the light. This world needs the proclamation of Jesus. This world needs the proclamation of God's love. This world needs it. We are so far from it. I remember going to Salem once. I was going to preach someplace in a church, and there were kids outside. I said, do you know where St. Mary's Church is? They said, no, we didn't even hear about it. We don't know it. It was just about 500 feet away that they didn't know the church. And if they didn't know the church, they didn't know Jesus. How sad. When we were growing up, at least I was churched. People say, well, that's religion. I, I tell you, there was faith in my being churched. I loved God and found out that he loved me more. Oh, yes. I loved God, but found out he loved me more. Let's continue. 
I am writing to you young people because you have conquered the evil one. It's not true. Many young people have not conquered the evil one. There are some. There are some. Thanks be to God for the some. But not most. Most young people have no idea about conquering the devil through the blood of Jesus. I write to you children because you know the Father. Our children at St. John's are starting to know the Father because Father Matt and Father Joseph preach about Jesus, about knowing God, about experiential knowledge. Oh yes, that's what happens at St. John's. I don't know where it's happening other places. I hope it is. And wherever it's happening, may it prosper and prosper and prosper. I remember one friend of mine said, uh, not many disciples do we have in the church tonight. And when he left the church to say goodbye to the people, one man stood up to him and said, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. The priest said, how do you know? He said, I'm going to tell you. I was completely blind. And one night when the priest held up the host, my left eye opened. And when he hung up, when he put up the blood, the, the chalice, my right eye opened. I'm a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've given my life to him. What about you? Whose life are you giving to in 2022? Whose life are you going to give to in 2022? Just the same old thing of 2021? Give your life to Jesus, the righteous. Give your life to Jesus, who conquered sin and death. Give your life to Jesus, who loves you with an infinite love. And he cares for you. And he wants to be in your life. But you can't have him in your life unless you invite him. Let's invite him. Father, in the name of Jesus, come into my heart, Jesus. Come into my heart, Jesus. Forgive all my sins, Jesus. I want to know you experientially. I want to know you experientially. Forgive my sins. Be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. I write to you, young people, because you are strong and the Word of God abides in you. I don't think so. I don't think that the Word of God abides in many young people. In some, but not in many. They don't even know the Word of God. I remember someone was said, go and buy, read the book of Hebrews. And so the person went up to another person and says, where can I buy the book of Hebrews? Didn't even know it was in the Bible. So the woman showed her lovingly that it was in the Bible. And she read the book of Hebrews and God touched her heart. Do not love the world or the things of the world. The love of the Father is not in these 
who loved the world. I'm talking about the world, not the earth. The world that is doggy dog, stepping on people's heads to get ahead. Oh yes, that's the world. Do not love the world. The only thing I have in common with the world that I preach the gospel in the world. It is my pulpit to preach on radio. Oh yes, and I'm totally imperfect. But you know what? God has given me the word of God, that he loves us and that he wants to reach us, that he wants to tell us how much he cares about us, that he's with us 24-7. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. It's time for us to preach the gospel. It's time for us to share the gospel with people. It's time for us in this new year to tell people about the great love of Christ. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. If you abide in the vine, you can ask God anything and he will do it for you. John 15. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.